Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. States. <laughs> Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Welcome to the jungle. It's Warren Rima on KTSA. A fast-paced look at the news. Our commentary on the news as we volley back and forth these stories and what's going on. That's Kamala Harris. Chris, can we play that again? Kamala Harris obviously drunk off her butt and uh, got the phone call first, wasted, and they called her. They called her to tell her so she could call Joe. And here she is on a very drunk phone call. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Burp. Oh, God. Uh, she'll be down uh, at the bar with Nancy Pelosi until mm. they kick Nancy out of there and replace her with AOC. So what a great, great weekend, huh? He is the press-elect. <laughs> Not the president-elect yet because it hasn't been certified. He's the press-elect. The press has elected him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was a long weekend. Um, you know, I, what, how do I feel about it? You know, I'll tell you exactly how I feel about it. This is precisely Sean, my how do you opinion. feel about it? Yeah. They just stole that vote. They just stole okay. that vote right in front of us, man. How did they, they do just, it? How did they do it? We've been talking about it for a year. They used okay. COVID to, okay. uh, they upped COVID and the threat of that to make people all freaked out so they can start arguing right. for a mail-in ballot. Okay. Uh, specifically in these states that uh, they would be able to predict Trump would need. Simultaneously, they're uh, creating this narrative that Donald Trump isn't going to go peacefully. He's not going to respect the uh, the results. And so what do they do? They ballot harp. I mean, this is all alleged. This is just Mr. Sean's opinion. They ballot harvest. Dead people vote in Georgia. They, they, they're kicking out uh, uh, ballot uh, uh, observers, federalized ballot observers. It was right there in front of us. They ex- they did exactly what we predicted they would here's, do. They used the mail in ballot to, to take this thing. Here's what we know, uh, and and I called it cheat by mail. They they hyped COVID to scare everybody to get them to vote by mail. Right. Then they went at the same time. Um, it was Eric Holder and his team of attorneys went to these various states like Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, and went to the Democrat judges and the Supreme Courts of those states, which are all run by Democrats as well, and said, "Look, if a ballot comes in without a signature, will you discount it?" The Democrat judges said, "Of course not." If a ballot comes in after that, that's not doesn't have a postmark or a date mark on it that you know we're going to say it came in on the election day but what if it was a couple of days after we accept of course we, we won't disenfranchise anybody so when they saw what trump was doing on the day of the election they stopped counting <laughs> we don't count anymore because trump's really kicking butt and we'll start counting these uh mail-in ballots that don't have signatures and don't have time stamps on it and and, uh, and those will all go um, miraculously all of those marked for joe biden none of them marked for donald trump Plus, at the same time, you introduced this uh, software from this company that is in 28 states that switched votes to Joe Biden. And when they found it, oh, we'll switch the votes back. Okay. And then you had no down ballots, all of the votes for Joe Biden and none, no down ballots, which clearly looks like somebody was filling it out and sending it in, filling it out, sending it in, filling it out, sending it in. That's what happened. So now that 50%, half of America doesn't trust the system, you either have to audit it or you have destroyed the Constitutional Republic. That's where we are today. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, again... They did everything we said they were going to do. We've watched this unfold for months. You know, and again, going back to what I said about the narrative of him not uh, accepting the results, well, they set him up. Remember how they were constantly asking him, well, are you going to accept results? Well, they already knew that it was going to be funky and that there'd be irregularities and that there'd be allegations and, and with good merit. And so they set him up. Now, anything he does, which he is, he's got what, uh, however many lawsuits in these states, then they can point and say, see, we told you he wouldn't accept the results. You know, I mean, the whole thing was a was a scam. 
right in front of our eyes. So, you know, I mean, do I think Joe Biden's going to be the president? Do I think Trump is going to be victorious in any of these legal battles? Well, maybe, maybe not. I think more than likely Joe Biden's going to be the president. Yep. But, you know, you could could ask me 30 years from now, based upon the information I'm looking at right now, if I thought they stole that vote, I'd say, yeah, I think they stole that vote. I don't know. There's no other ways to put it. I mean, because I feel like I'm are we should I go on the air? Do we go on the air and say we got to maintain confidence in the vote and not say what our true opinions are because we still want to vote? Because I that's my opinion. They stole that vote. It was a crime. Crime has just been committed against the American people. Well, the problem with with uh, them doing this without auditing it, which they need to do right now. Again, he's not the president elect. He's the press elect. P-R-E-S-S. The press has elected him. These have not been certified at all, and you have to go back. And wherever there was an anomaly, wherever there was a question, wherever there was a miscount, wherever this uh, software, uh, you know, counted all these ballots for Joe Biden, wherever that happened, you have to go back and audit all of that, or else the republic is over, Sean, because people will not ever trust the voting system again. And it has nothing to do with what you and I say on the radio. It has right. to do with them not being totally transparent. And if I'm Joe Biden and I know that the vote's real, and if I'm the Democrats and I know that he won, then I'm going to say, yeah, get on with it. Let's count this puppy till the, till the cows come home. <laughs> but don't try to te- don't sit there and tell me that a man who can't walk and talk anymore, if you tried to watch him walk the other night up to the microphone, he can barely walk, he can barely talk a, a guy who can't walk and talk who stayed in his basement for the last year got more votes than barack obama i'm gonna tell you you're full of crap it just didn't happen that way so there you go well and how and how is it possible statistically in these ballot dumps in the middle of the night where there's hundreds of thousands of ballots coming in that not a single one was for trump that's right. not statistically possible right it's not possible so you know, <laughs> the, swamp, the swamp just stole this one, man. They just they just circled the wagons and they stole this one, and you know I I don't know what else to say about it, man. That's exactly what I think happened, and you know it. This is what we've been saying. We have watched it unfold right in right in front of us in it's slow motion. It's called Bedford's <laughs> Law, and one two follows one. And three follows two in Bedford's law. But in this case, it was all one, and all the ones went to Joe Biden. And that just doesn't work out logistically, statistically. It doesn't work out in demographics or whatever. So you recount it. Um, I am not going to be butthurt for the next four years. I'm not going to scream at the, at the sky. And, I, you know, I, I did notice that uh, you have 71 million people that were disenfranchised over the weekend. You didn't have anything burn. You didn't have any buildings <laughs> fall down. You wow, didn't have anybody no get shot. No rioting in the streets. Right. Didn't happen. Uh, my job, if he, and, and, and the reason he will probably be the president is the courts are real hesitant and reticent to get involved in an election. So if he turns out to be the president, then I'm not, I'm not going to be bitching and moaning and complaining about it for the next four years, but I am going to make sure that our audience, people who listen to this show, they're going to know what's going on with that administration. Because, Sean, I predict in two years you won't recognize this country. They're going to change it real quick. It's already out there. They're already reporting that he's going to overturn many of Trump's executive actions within uh, the first few weeks of his administration. Uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's six months. Who knows? I mean, because I, you're right. I mean, uh, we at least we you and I have some job security uh, thing going on here. Though. I mean, because now we have a guy that uh, we we are going to be watching like a hawk. Absolutely. What's going to be interesting to watch? is what the media do now that they won't have Donald Trump and they have their guy or their guys or whoever ends up being president in office, what are they going to do? What are they going to fill 24 hours of content with? They're done. (laughs) That'll be interesting to see. They're over. They're over. I mean, think about it. Before Donald Trump, they were talking about Flight 380 lost in the Pacific Ocean somewhere, and they were looking for 380. Since Donald Trump came into power, all they've done is complain and complain and complain about Donald Trump. They need Donald Trump more than Donald Trump needs them. Bottom line, CNN needs Donald Trump. MSNBC needs Donald Trump. And they might as well find something else to do because they're going to end up calling taxi cabs with their frequencies. That's that's what it's going to boil down to. We'll talk about Joe Biden's speech when we come back as well. It's
Software and Rhyme on a Monday coming up for you on KTSA. We'll tell you about Window World. They are the most beautiful and energy uh, efficient replacement windows that you're going to find anywhere. Anywhere. Now, you've known Martin Baba for a long time. You've heard him on the radio here on KTSA. In fact, I listened to the show on Saturday. Really good show. Uh, this, this company is just wonderful. Family owned and operated since 1947. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be here to back up all of their long, long, beautiful warranties, by the way. That's one, always one of my first questions. What are your warranties like and what's your stability like? Are you going to be here to back up your warranty, right? they got the best warranty in the industry at Window World. The best windows in the industry, too. The most energy efficient windows and the most beautiful windows, too. They've got them in all different colors to match your home as well. So they've got the, the best prices because they outsell all the big box stores. And their installers are the best anywhere. They're great guys who install their windows at Window World. So call them today if you're looking for windows. This is your company. Look further than Window World at 210-767-0995. Let me tell you about that AccuWeather forecast. Uh, partly sunny skies today. Around 82 for the high. A slight, and I do mean slight, front comes through tomorrow. It'll ease back the humidity, but the temperature's going to hang in there at 82 tomorrow. And when... As last, save big at Zippo. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify. Who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. That was uh, press-elect Joe Biden on Saturday night. Now, let's be clear about this. What he means by unity is compliance. That's what he means by (laughs) unity. Because they didn't want to unify for the past four years. But now that we're in control, everybody, we need to unify underneath me, man. And I just do what I tell you. Do what I tell you. But, you know, the Democrats and Joe Biden spent the past several weeks and months saying that, saying clearly, explicitly, Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler and everybody who follows him are Nazis. So if he wants unity, let's have a little, uh, may a couple little I'm sorry from you, Joe. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's not going to apologize. But I don't feel like I need to unify around anybody or follow anybody or get in line with anybody who says I'm a Nazi. Hell with you, Joe Biden. Apologize first, and we'll talk. Well, that ain't gonna happen. I, I you know what? I'm gonna be honest not. with you. I couldn't bear to watch it. I was sitting right in front of the TV. He came on. I, he started talking. I'm like, I can't watch this. So I kind of checked in. All you need to know, as far as what they think of you and me and the folks listening, is what Michelle Obama tweeted. Let's remember that tens of millions of people voted for the status quo, even when it meant supporting lies, hate, chaos, and division. Okay. You've got a lot to, of work to do to reach out to these folks. They, their opinions of middle America haven't changed. Their opinions of folks who did not vote for them has not changed. They can spin all this unity crap they want, but it's obnoxious, <laughs> given who they've been and who they still are. And I can't stomach it. I really can't. Okay. You know? So y- yesterday, <clears throat> I see Yahoo Finance had written a piece. And they are a left-wing, Yahoo is a left-wing news organization, right? All of their news is written from the left-wing stance. And Yahoo Finance wrote a piece, what happens if the president-elect dies before he is inaugurated? Isn't that very interesting? (laughs) That that on Saturday, on Saturday, Joe Biden becomes the (laughs) press-elect, and on Sunday, their news organization says, well, here's what happens should he die before January 20th. This was not a conservative news organization. By the way, Fox is not a conservative news organization either, so get off of Fox. But but Yahoo Finance says, oh, yeah, what happens if he dies between now and January 20th? Do they know something we don't know? Absolutely, they do. (laughs) Why would you bring that up? Why would you write such a piece as to here's the succession of power if he dies before January 20th? If you didn't anticipate that, I don't. Sean, I've been following elections for 50 years. 50 years. I don't. I don't ever remember ever in a transition of power any any news organization going well okay so if jimmy carter dies before january 20th, if ronald reagan dies before january 20th, it didn't happen this is the first time in history so obviously they know something we don't know obviously well you know they, they they've known the game plan all along i mean uh, why didn't he do he did next to no campaigning the the last what two weeks week and a half of uh, uh, of the campaign it's almost as if he knew 
that he was going to be president-elect. I mean, uh, uh, they almost give their, they almost show their hands with stuff like this. Well, they do show their hands. I guess they don't even realize it because what they're doing is they're trying to prepare you for stuff. You know what I mean? So that when it happens, you won't be all shocked. So no, are. I mean, look at the guy. Look, look at the guy we've been observing for the past few months. Does he look like somebody who is physically capable, mentally capable of being president? Absolutely not. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 going to be Kamala. But again, I don't believe even if Kamala president uh, Kamala becomes a president, uh, if Joe has to bow out, or if Nancy Pelosi takes him out with that little bit of business she did a few months ago, you know, it's still not going to be President Kamala Harris. It's going to be President whoever is behind them. And I think the Democratic Party is at loggerheads right now because you have two different factions vying for power: the extremities of AOC and the moderates, whichever ones are left. So it's going to be a mess. I think they, I think their well nurtured plan at some point is going to start to fall apart on them. But the Democrat you know, Party's over. It's, 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 they bought the farm with. They're us. eating their own. It's I mean, over. They really are. Yeah, yeah. they're done. They, they're, they're over. So as far as COVID is concerned, 500 scientists came out yesterday. We've got to follow the science there, Mr. Reimer. We've got to follow the science, Mr. Ware. Uh, 500 scientists came out yesterday, filed a paper. Well, the threat from COVID is way overblown, y'all. It's just <laughs> is super overblown. Yesterday, the day after the press made him press-elect, <laughs> now, now, now the scientists are saying that it's way over, the threat from COVID is way overblown. You're, you're blowing this thing way too high. And then today we have Pfizer announcing, hey, we got a vaccine that's 90% effective. Hey, COVID's going to be over before you know it. Don't tell me that they weren't playing politics with this. It's clear well, they course. were. Of course they yeah. were, you know. I mean, it was. It Don't was BS the, a BSer. The clo- Come on. <laughs> the closer, <laughs> the closer you got to uh, uh, the election, the worse they were saying it was. But then, of course, after the election, they're taken Boom. to the streets by the thousands, yeah. man. They're, they're party on, they're Socially distancing. De Blasio's ripping off his mask. Schumer's ripping off his mask. Yeah. What a, what a clown dance. I mean, yeah. And. The- and nobody said anything. They didn't. They uh, didn't say. You know, when Trump was having the rallies, you know, meat, oh. meat, meat, meatball head, whatever he, whatever his name is, meathead, was saying that Trump is killing people. He's a murderer. Wrong you know, writer. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. super spreader events. <laughs> and the scary writer guy from from Maine, the guy who writes all the scary stuff. What's his name? The guy from Maine writes oh, all the scary Stephen stuff. King, yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, he was right. Trump's a murderer. He's getting all these people together. But Saturday night, everybody went out in the streets and they were partying, slobbering all over each other, climbing on each other, making out with each other. Oh man, it was horrible to watch the making out part. And guess what? Guess what? Nobody said a word. Even Fauci, Fauci, who said, "Well, do do that president's headed down the wrong road. He's asking for trouble with his rallies." Is what Fauci said. Didn't say a word over the weekend about celebration have a good time no, no, that's it. it's 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 bullcrap and we all know it i mean you know who's this they had this economist i can't remember now from uh, which university i, I I'll, I'll talk about it later but that they got to track i don't know why an economist was doing this but they tracked trump the last 18 rallies and said he possibly killed over thirty thousand people with those rallies yeah. And they asked the same economist, well, what do you think about the celebrations over the weekend? Well, the data's not in, and it's kind of hard to track because the coverage is different, and so we can't really tell. You know, it's a bunch of crap. We've been you're playing. Talking about, you're talking about Douglas Bernheim, the chair of Stanford University's economic yeah, that guy, department. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he that's said, uh, that's uh, I don't know, our models aren't working, and it's a little <laughs> hard to determine. And it's like, oh, what, Really? <laughs> Now it's hard to determine. You you gave a number. He, he infected thirty thousand people with eighteen rallies, and you can't figure out looking with your own eyeballs at these these massive gatherings of idiots. Well, let me you ask know. you. Let me ask you a question. He's talking this morning. Biden is talking this morning. He's going to go to the, the governors and demand a mask ma- mandate. <laughs> if he goes to governors, like DeSantis is going to tell him to kiss my fanny, right? That's what DeSantis <laughs> is going to say. In not so many words, but maybe, kiss my fanny. So then he says he's going to go to mayors and county judges. So let's just, t- I, I don't know, let's just play this out for a second. If he says it to Abbott and Abbott says, kiss my fanny, then he's going to go to, to Ron and, and the judge, who will definitely say, oh, yeah, mask mandate. Of course, whatever you want. <laughs> it, if they are going to fine you under the Joe Biden mask mandate, will you comply to avoid a fine? Who, me? Yeah, I, you. I probably will just keep doing what I do now, uh, okay. which is if I go into a place, I'll wear the stupid you mask. Wear. As soon as I walk the but hell this out, would I be rip everywhere. it off. 
This would be everywhere. Walking across the parking lot, you come out HEB, if they no, catch you without it. I will not it, do that. You, you get a fine. Okay. I will not do that. That's what, the, that's what we're talking about here. Driving in your car, walking nope. through a parking lot, you'll have to have it on, or they can pull you over and fine you, according to Joe Biden we'll and his people. No, I, I'm not, right, I'm not exactly. walking around outside with a mask on. Not gonna well, here's the point. Here's the point. They're defunding police all across this country. In Austin, Texas, they don't have any cops left almost. They're out there. The, the, the criminals are out there raping and murdering people. But we're going to make sure you got a mask on your face. Going to make sure no. we're going to find you if you don't have a mask. It's, 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 it's going to be insipid. But you're, you're right. Yeah, so so mean, it, it's kind of odd because while they're saying, oh, this COVID's starting to settle down, they're also going to push for mandatory face mask wearing. But here's I mean, why. Here's why. <laughs> It's not about COVID. It's not about masks. Right. It is about your compliance to their every order. That's what's about. And that's why I say in two years, you won't recognize this communist country because they're going to do that kind of thing, that kind of totalitarianism. That's what it's about. They know COVID is not going to get you. They know that they're talking about it today, but they're going to demand that you comply to their orders. And that's going to be the first one. According to Joe Biden, that's going to be the first one. And that's what it's about. It's about compliance. Oh, I agree. And, and the masks also serve another function that they keep people separate from each other. I mean, in a sense, they, they create a wall between us. I mean, I, I've mm-hmm. experienced, especially over the past week, uh, sure. with, with some stuff that went on with my mom, that when you're talking to somebody, they can't see whether you're smiling or not. They can't see nope. half your face. And they don't, we communicate so much with our faces, we don't realize it. Yep. And so you not only create compliance. But you create a certain amount of suspicion and, and, and separation amongst people themselves, which I think ultimately yep. works to their cause in, in, a, in a weird way, in a dark way. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> welcome that's, to the new world. That's how a totalitarianism uh, state, a totalitarianist state works. All right, quick break. Back with more Ware and Rima on the other side of the news at Lifestyles Unlimited. You can get the information, the knowledge, the schooling that you need so that you can begin to invest in real estate and make money from day numero uno. Here's how you do it. Go to financialfreedomlivestream.com. Uh, financialfreedomlivestream.com. This is where, from the comfort of your own home, David Fisher and the team, at Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to begin the investing uh, uh, process, how you do it, what it means to invest in real estate, how you get it done, and make money at it. Because anybody can invest in real estate. You can look through the paper. You can drive through a neighborhood. If you got a little bit of money, you can go find a home that you can buy. But then what do you do, right? Then what do you do? You're not making money. But at Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, they will teach you how to make money. And right now, the Financial Freedom membership is usually seven forty a year. But for a limited time, you get a two-year membership for only two ninety seven when you use the promo code WARE, W-A-R-E, Financial Sent you. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I think one has to be careful in the choice of words. I think, I think when you say that the election was corrupt or stolen or rigged, that uh, that's unfortunately rhetoric that gets picked up by authoritarians around the world. And I think it also discourages confidence in our democratic process here at home. Mitt, was he Romney? What it was. Um, so he was the He's first so one bitter. to call Joe Biden. <laughs> Seven thirty nine. Where in Rima KTSA? So Joe wants to unite. All right, Joe. Here's a couple of ways. If you want to unite the country, here's a couple of ways. First of all, call for a full recount. Call for a full audit of every vote. Let's make sure because right now, seventy one million Americans think that they were disenfranchised. Half the country does not believe that this election was on the up and up. So let's straighten it out. Let's square it up. And that way you can prove it right now. you got nothing to hide. Prove it right now that it was an up-and-up election. Call for an audit of every vote all the way across the country and make sure that it was square. That's that's the first step on uniting. Second step is tell people like Jennifer Rubin over at the Washington Post, who calls herself a conservative Republican. She is not. But she put out a tweet that said, NER, now promoting rejection of an election, should never serve an office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position, or be accepted into polite society. We have a list of you. AOC. C said that she's archiving tweets that challenge this election so that you can be canceled, blackmailed, blackballed, 
from jobs, board positions, teaching, and government service. Well, let me just say, that Joe, you can stop a lot of this right now by just speaking out against it, but let me just say this to those who are keeping a list. T-R-E-Y-W-A-R-E. <laughs> if you want to cancel, get on with it. <laughs> Let's have Go it. for it, man. Go for it. <laughs> You know, I'm all, please, you know, it's free. Hey, it's free advertising. Go ahead, please, please, dear God, cancel me. I'd love that. You know, I, I obviously, if if they felt, or if, if Joe Biden, if he's even in there in his, in his own head, felt that uh, people had questions and he was a legitimate guy, he'd want to do exactly what you say. But he's not that guy. And they're not that, they're not those people. And this unity stuff is BS. It's compliance. They have no desire to unify anybody about anything. You, if you are a Trump supporter, a vocal Trump supporter, you are now a target, and, and don't think mm-hmm. any less because that's precisely what you are. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I th- are they keeping lists? You're damn right, they're keeping lists. Good. <laughs> I don't doubt that at good, all. Good, good, good. Good for them. I don't, I don't care. Check it twice. You know? Christmas is coming. <laughs> Check it, Teachers. check it twice. <laughs> I may have been a bad boy, you know. Yeah, put, put some coal right here. So teachers go. unions are gleeful. The teachers unions are saying bye-bye, Betsy, to Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos has been pushing a school choice that parents parents should decide. The teachers unions yesterday were saying, no, it's not a parent's decision to decide where their child gets an education, that the state and the teachers unions should decide where a child gets their education. So bye-bye, Betsy. And now, teachers unions say, we will take over full education of all children from womb to the tomb. Cool. Chinese state media, they were gleeful yesterday saying, <laughs> no. oh, it's so good that we got Joe Biden. Now we can have relations, which means they'll continue to take over the country. And in Austin, a group of Joe Biden supporters were screaming blank fascist USA and blank <laughs> Trump at some Trump supporters who were being, Sean, they were just being so horrible, these Trump supporters. They deserved it. You know what they were doing that that the, uh, they, the, the, they, they, they were standing in a park in Austin singing the national anthem. And That's Biden horrible. Democrats, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden How Democrats racist. heard it, ran over and started screaming, blank fascist USA, blank Trump, blank you. <laughs> Welcome to America. That's your well, country, folks. That's for it. once, I'm glad I'm older. You know what I mean? Because, uh, the, the young fo- the folks who are screaming and doing that kind of thing, they're the ones going to have to live in this world, man. They're the ones who are going to raise their kids in this world. They're the ones who are going to have to make a living in this world. Yep. You know, you and I are. It's not that we're done, but we're we're not we're not young people just forging our lives right now. You know, nope. uh, and they are. And and I, I've been saying all along, be careful of the world you burn because you're going to have to live in the ashes of it. You know, and so good luck with that. I mean, that's my my response all weekend has been, well, good luck with that. <laughs> Enjoy communism. See how that works for you, all you folks who are just doing a happy dance right now. See if you're doing that happy dance a year from now or six months from now or two years from now. You will not recognize this country in two years. And I don't say that like I'm upset and I'm screaming at the sky and I'm wearing one of those, uh, whatever they were, pink hats that they wore and screamed (laughs) at the sky. I'm not. Here's here's how I view this. He will probably end up being certified and he will probably end up at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's that because the courts don't want to get involved. So he will probably end up there. And our job from there on out is to inform people as to what he's doing so that they can protect their 401ks, protect their, their property and all this stuff. Cause he's coming for it all. He's coming for guns. He's coming for your money. He's coming for, you know, your assets. You, you die. Here, here's just one prime example of something he's going to do. He wants to, uh, baseline your house. Right, so let's just talk. Let's let's take your house, and I'll just make up some. Or Bob's house, and I'll just make up some numbers on Bob's house. So Bob bought his house years ago, and Bob paid seventy thousand dollars when he bought his house years ago. Bob dies and wills that house to his kids, and when Bob dies, that house is now worth three hundred thousand. He paid seventy on it. It's worth three hundred thousand. Well, as the tax law is now, his kids pay taxes on the three hundred thousand to whatever it is, whatever the value is when they sell it, right? So if if it, if it's three hundred fifty thousand when they sell it, then they pay the taxes on the fifty thousand. 
that makes sense as it is now Joe Biden is going to change the law and take it back to fifty thousand. So the kid or the seventy thousand. So the kids will have to pay the taxes on seventy thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand, not uh, not three hundred to three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, look, I said to my wife, we're you know because we've been watching you know following this all weekend for the most part. I said, well, life's about to get much more. Exp- <laughs> Did she just walk in? She get in the shower? No, no, she's not up oh, yet. Okay. No, no. <laughs> You're screaming at no one. No, she, <laughs> she'll be in here in a few minutes. No, I said, uh, I, I said, life's about to get much more expensive, uh-huh. and, and it's going to be. It, it yep. is. Uh, it was under Obama. It's going to be probably even worse under these this rabble. But, you know? but if you don't make anything, if you don't make over four hundred thousand, I'm not going to raise your taxes. Mm. Yeah, but the hamburger's going to be more expensive. Yeah, everything's going to be more expensive. I loved those things that were going around over the weekend. I'm trying to find it real quick because I just What's thought that? they were awesome. The the some of the memes that were floating around. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here's one of them. Um, let's see here. Currently, gasoline is currently a dollar eighty per gallon. Right. Interest rates are two percent, two and a half percent for a thirty-year mortgage. Stock market closed twenty-seven eight forty-eight. Even though we've been dealing with COVID nineteen for months, GDP growth is at thirty-three percent. We had the best economy ever until COVID. It's recovering well now. We haven't had any new wars or conflicts in the last four years. North Korea has been under control. Has not been blowing us up. Uh, ISIS has not been heard from in over three years. The housing market is the strongest in over 20 years. Homes have appreciated at an unbelievable rate, sell within hours of going on the market with multiple offers. So take a snapshot of that and hang on to it or put it on your Facebook wall if you're going to stay on Facebook so it comes up with the memory. In two years' time, none of that will be true. All of that will have changed. Right. Right? I, I concur. Yeah, I mean, a lot will. Isn't that right? Well, yeah, you know that they're going to be about the business of uh, of undoing uh, as much of what Trump did as possible, including yeah. tax cuts, which benefited me. I'm not a rich dude, man, and it benefited me. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I said to you off off mic that I, I think what's going to my prediction is that while Biden is in office, there's going to be a flurry of executive actions undoing what Trump did, which is going to s- just stall the economy just like it was stalling under Obama. We're going to go back to that. Only worse because it's you know five four years later, so yeah, is life going to get more expensive? You're right. Let's uh, let's check in uh, a year from this. And this is what I, this is my response to folks who are like, "Well, are you feeling about the election? You know, are you sad? You know, liberal pukes and whatnot on yeah. social media. People I interact with. I'm like, right. hey, look, let's see where we are in a year. Let's uh-huh. see where we are in two years. Right. You know what? If things are better, you yep. know, uh, then I'm right there with you. But I don't suspect they will be because uh, th- these are not people who even understand the economy, let alone know how to improve it. And really, they're completely political. So it's all about undoing Trump's legacy. And I much of Trump's just, legacy is the economy. So obviously, it, the economy's going to suck. <laughs> I think if you just take a snapshot of one thing, and that's a, it's the gas pump right now. Right. Take a snapshot of the gas pump and hang on to that and watch what happens. All right. Back in just a minute. More Warren Rybo on the other side. Hey, speaking of economy, and you as a business owner need all the help that you can get. And what does this mean for you? And how do you prepare for the future? And what needs to be done today to get your business is ready. All of these answers are available to you at a one-stop place, and that's Amogee. Amogee Bank has the answers. Why? Because they have the people who either have the answers or know how to find the answers for your business, your company. Whatever it is that you do, Amogee can help with a team of folks there at Amogee who wake up every day just thinking about how they can make your business better. You need Amogee on your side. You need them to be fighting for you every day. You need them to work with you as a business partner. And if you need funding for anything in the future, you'll find it right there at Amogee Bank, Amogee N.A., member FDIC, at bsgtexas.com. Refusal of Democrats and Republicans to cooperate with one another. It's not some mysterious force beyond our control. It's a decision. A choice we make. And if we can decide not to cooperate, then we can decide to cooperate. All right, Alex Trebek died yesterday. Pancreatic cancer, age of 80. People loved him. People who played on that show loved him. In fact, 
This just happened a couple of weeks ago on the show. Listen to this. Did you come up with the right one? No. What is we love you out? That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. Cost you nineteen ninety-five. You're left with five bucks. Okay. Wow. The guy had you know, obviously what he already wrote down was we love you, Alex. And he bet it all. He bet it all on we love you, Alex. So he's gone. <laughs> He was a class act. I mean, when was there not an Alex Trebek in our lives? You know, I mean, uh, he was just one of those guys that was steady, uh, never had any controversy about him, no scandals. He lived with his mom most of his adult life uh, until just uh, a few years ago when he finally got married. And I, I've been learning a lot of stuff about him over the weekend and that he, he really wanted to be an actor. He, his original idea, he was a news guy out of Canada, and his original yeah. idea was, I want to get in the movies. I want to be in TV shows. Yeah. And because of the news gig, he ended up getting his first game show, and he just was so good at it that that he said that just kind of took over. And then once you've done it, and he says, yeah, I wasn't, I'm not, he's not, he wasn't complaining. He was just saying that once that took over, people wouldn't look at me like a film actor, and so I just devoted myself to, to the game shows. Yeah. And uh, Jeopardy was one of the, I mean, you don't really... Now we have these late night or these prime time, big fancy audience studio game shows, competitions, Dancing with the Stars. But you and I grew up in that era of uh, of, the, of the television game show during the day, then the match early game. evening match game. All of those, man. Uh, uh, Hollywood Square, Hollywood I mean, Square, you know. Mm-hmm. And that Hollywood was a, that's a that's a bygone era. But I mean, Jeopardy was something that people looked forward to every day. I would watch it every, for years. I would watch it every night and try to guess. He hosted it from 1984 until this past weekend. All right, so back in just a second after the top of the hour news. More Warren Ryman coming up. That's evidence that we have accumulated right now. It needs to be investigated. It needs to be looked into. There is no reason to hurry this because nothing short of the Constitutional Republic is on the line at this. Right now. Half the people in America think that this election was cheated. You must cure that. And I'm talking about the Democrats and Joe Biden. They must fix that or else the republic is done if you don't cure that. The republic the republic is based on one thing, Sean, and that is the faith of us in the electoral system. That's what it is. I agree. I don't think they're going to do any of that. Uh, I, I don't believe that they care about the Constitutional Republic or care about the Constitution, very obviously. Uh, I, I don't, you know, it, it, as far as uh, a different reaction to Trump's questions and lawsuits as opposed to Al Gore in 2000, well, obviously they'd want Al Gore to have as much time as possible, but they don't want Donald Trump to have any time because they know that the crap is swirling around out there as far as this vote. Because, I, I, look, I don't have any faith. <laughs> I mean, my faith has been damaged uh, in, in, the, uh, in the voting, in, the, in the, uh, of my ability to cast a vote and have it mean something. Because I believe they stole this vote. Um, I don't think it's ultimately going to matter as far as Trump. I, I think he had his moment in the sun. And I think moving forward, we, we need to carry with us what Trump did and what Trump represented. But as far as waiting for Democrats to suddenly have this great awakening, this logical or moral awakening, where they're like, well, you know, we want people to have faith in this, so we're going to go through with these investigations, and we're not going to hinder them in any way, and we're going to participate. Not they're not going to do that. They don't want you to have your voice. Nope. They, don't, they, they nope. can't stand the idea that dirty, average, redneck Americans can choose leadership in this country. And, and they point to Donald Trump as saying, see, that's the kind of guy they pick when they do. He's a racist and a hater, you know. So do, do I feel it, it would be very Trumpian for Trump to pull this out somehow in the final reel. So I'm not hopeless. I, I just no. don't think it's going to happen. You well, know, the reason for that is... The reason for that is the courts are real hesitant to get involved in elections right. for obvious reasons. You, you talk about destroying a republic. If the courts were the electors, now you got a real problem. So the courts don't want to be that. So if you remember, they fought really hard to stay out of the 2000 thing. That's why it went on for 37 days with hanging chads, pregnant chads. Right. court didn't want to get involved. <laughs> finally, finally, after Ted Olson, a brilliant litigator, uh, stood there before them day after day after day, 
He convinced them to stop the count. You've got to stop this because they're counting ballots that have come in after the election. I have no doubt in my mind that's what happened. We talked about it leading up to it, that what they did was they, they hyped up COVID. COVID's real. People get sick. People die. But uh, they hyped it up to force mail-in voting, uh, 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 voting. And then they went to the various Democrat states and got them to change the rules so they would accept any ballot. Just any, any ballot comes in the door, we'll, we'll take it. And that's what happened. And that's how they stole it. There's a difference between fraud and changing the, the rules of the game, and, and that's what they did. Was there fraud? I believe there was. I, I, I really do. Well, okay, you look at this company, this, this software company, that had votes changed from Trump to Biden, and nobody said anything until finally some, this Dominion voting system. Somebody got to look at it and said, hey, 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 this thing is changing the votes. And then they came back and come to find out this very software, same software, same company, is in 28 states. So if it happened in Michigan, where else did it happen? We don't know. And that's why we need an audit of this election. Well, I, I agree, but look at what happened with that story, with the idea, with this, uh, this was all over uh, social media uh, in the early part of the weekend about, I think it's called the Hammer Program. And to a person, everybody, because I got a lot of personal PMs from folks, they say, you know, I posted this story and it was gone within minutes. Correct. So they were, they were, the the media went, and social media went into full, you know, first went into full gear to, to erase any mention of that program in those 28 states. So that's what you're up against. It's the swamp, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, we, 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 the swamp. Has uh, is refilling itself. Uh, they they know Trump. They're going to shuffle Trump off. Trump off, and the swamp is is going to build big old high walls around itself. And has the has the has faith in the vote been damaged? Well, yeah, and you know to a certain extent, I certainly hope it has been because we just watched them do it. We just watched so, them do it every step of the way. We watched this happen right in front of us. In two years, you will not recognize this country because where they where they took their time under Obama and took it easy under Obama, they won't do that this time. They're going to accelerate everything. So as an example, here are just a few of the uh, orders that he is looking at. First of all, uh, 22, these would be executive orders he's looking at. 22 million people who are here illegally would, would become legal citizens. Those 22 million that are here illegally will be allowed to vote. He wants to remove the wall. He wants to ban certain gas vehicles by executive order. Now, obviously, he won't be able to get all this done by executive order, but he's going to do a lot of it. He wants to overturn the travel ban from countries like Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. Of course, it's kind of funny, isn't it, that in the past several years since that travel ban has been in place, we really hadn't had anybody flying airplanes into buildings, or we haven't had attempted blow-ups at uh, Times Square, places like that. All that stopped after we banned travel from those countries. That's kind of interesting. He's going to the DACA program. He's going to put that on steroids and make you a citizen. He wants to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. He wants to rejoin the WHO, the World Health Organization. And he wants to start sending money back to Iran. He feels like that's the, the way to buy peace in the Middle East is make sure Iran is rich. Well, and he's got a normalized relationships with, relationship with China. So, uh, you know, he's going to be working on that dealio to roll back some of this uh, tariff stuff that uh, that uh, Trump uh, implemented. And that, you know, how long before we're back in a war? How long before we're back in a war? <laughs> I don't know. How, how long do you think? Six months, yeah, a year. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. All, all the inroads into uh, the Middle East and even North Korea, you know, that's all Over. going bye-bye. We're going right back to where we were. But you're right, stateside, it's going to be amped up. Stateside, uh-huh. they know that they got to button this thing up so that a guy like Trump is never never has a, 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 poss- a possible shot at it again, and that right. means bringing the hammer down on the American people, and uh, uh, it's it's coming. I, I tell you, I, I like I said, I think he's going to have. There's going to be a flurry of executive actions. Whatever he is able to do with that pen, he will do before he shuffles off and it's President Kamala Harris. That's my prediction, because uh, you or- know they want to undo. They want to undo everything Trump did. And as quickly as possible. Or he won't be president at all because Yahoo Finance put out a story yesterday, right. the day after, the day after the press made him press elect. He's not president elect yet, guys. Stop it. He's not. 
president-elect. He won't be president-elect until December when it's certified. He's press-elect right now. The press has named him president. But uh, Yahoo Finance does a story yesterday, the day after they declared him press-elect, and Yahoo Finance is a left-wing news organization. And for the first time in history, they wrote a story about what happens, what's the succession of power if the president-elect dies before taking the oath. They know something you don't know. They know something about his health and the lack thereof. <laughs> Back in just a minute, more Warren Rima on the other side here on KTSA. I want to tell you about my friends over at Bridgehead IT. At Bridgehead IT, they want to make sure that your IT is giving you the competitive advantage that your company needs. Do you understand your IT? Or is it just some sort of nebulous thing down there, down the hallway and in an office right there that maybe you got a couple of people overlooking it, but you don't really know whether or not you're spending enough or you're spending too much or maybe it, you know, the funds that you are spending on your IT needs to be reallocated to a different area to bring you that competitive advantage. Maybe you just don't know, right? Bridgehead helps with IT cost control. They assess your IT spend right now. They compare it to other businesses just like yours. They evaluate it all and provide you a way to optimize your IT resources. IT is changing so quickly every day. You need your IT to give you a competitive advantage, and that's why you need Bridgehead IT. At BridgeheadIT.com and on the phone, 210-477-7999. The AccuWeather forecast, well, it's going to be warm the next couple of days with humidity up today, about 82 today, 82 tomorrow, and the same on Wednesday. Solutions.com. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. If Joe Biden really wants to unify this country, he would wait and make sure that we can prove we had a fair election. I love you. I would vote for you if you're running for dog catcher. I don't care what you're running for. You might be running just down the street, and I'd still vote for you. I don't care what. I don't care. you running... Running through I the see mountain, you running by my street. I'm casting a vote for you. I'm, I'm voting for Christy Noem. She gets my She's vote great. no matter what. She's great. I, 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 I want her on the show so bad, man. I'm telling you, I, I think she's the future. She's the future, future, future. I think she just rocks. She's just killing. So she told that uh, Snuffleupagus guy yesterday off, and that was good to see. No, we'll see so, what uh, she is in 2024. That'll be cool. Yeah, that's right. Cancel culture is out working right now. Cancel Facebook. Cancel Fox News. Move on to Parler or whatever. <laughs> what do you think? I, I don't think, you know, I'm not so certain that the solution to social media is more social media. Because <laughs> I, I saw the Parler things. Everybody's putting their Parler things. Yeah. I'm not going to Parler. <laughs> I don't have the energy to start a whole other damn platform. I just, you know, in six months, people will be calling each other butt faces on Parlor, and they'll be posting pictures of their enchiladas, as you said. I mean, it's, why? Why? You know, no, I'm not interested. I'm just not. So I, I, I all day long. And you know what's funny? And, and I, I, look, I'm not dissing it. I, I'm not dissing it. If you want to go to Parlor, okay. go to Parlor. Okay. okay, but what's interesting to me is that my friend list hasn't changed at all. The number hasn't changed, which means all of these people who have gone to Parler are still maintaining their Facebook accounts. For now. So I, you know, no, I don't want more social media in my life. I, I could barely handle the one thing that I do, you know. So I, it's a great idea, but I, I, no, I, that's, no I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? Uh, I, am just, I'm trying, I have an account over there, but I'm not working it. I'm just, what I'm going to do, I think, Sean, honestly, just straight up with you, man. I'm just going to ease out of as much of it as I can. And it is a drug. It's hard to get, give up on. But I, I, I told you before, uh, about this. And this, this doesn't really have much to do with the election, although, I have some liberals who, uh huh, you can't stand the heat, that's why you're leaving, you know. And all, all, all I put up was, I'm not spending as much time here, right? It has nothing to do with the election. Um, primarily, my deal is, first of all, I have other things that are more important in my life than looking at people's enchiladas. I don't care. I don't care what your enchiladas look like. I really don't. I really don't care where you're eating or drinking. I really don't. I mean, I love you, but I don't care. 
Um, and I, I don't need the ego stroke. It does nothing for me to have people tell me, you look, you're looking really hot on that motorcycle. I don't really care. I, you know, I got a great wife who tells me that. I got great grandkids, you know, and I love them. And I, so I don't need, I don't need any of that. Um, what bothers me a lot about Facebook, two things. First of all, you saw social dilemma. I saw it. And the fact that those guys who created it will not get on it and not lo- allow their children on it is, is one thing that's really important to me. Uh, I have family that's in the tech world, and I mean high up in the tech world, and they don't have accounts, and they wouldn't let their children or grandchildren be on it. So I've mentioned to you previously how Nancy and I will be having a conversation, and the phone will be in the car somewhere, not in my hand, and I'm not looking anything up, and we'll have a conversation about something, and I'll open up my news feed. Uh, uh, okay, hamburgers. Well, what's good hamburger? And my news feed will be full of ads for hamburger joints, right? Come over here, Whataburger. Come over here to this place. And so this happened to me over the weekend. And this is when I put up. I'm not spending much time here anymore. As you know, one of my granddaughters is on a dance team for one of the area high schools. Back in the day, Justin, our son, dated a girl who was on that same dance team when she was in high school, right? And we've maintained a relationship with her. But I haven't. We're, we're friends on Facebook, but I haven't looked at her Facebook stuff in my news feed for years. So she hasn't been on my news feed in years, okay? So Saturday I tell Nancy, again, I'm not looking this up online. The phone's just sitting there. I say, hey, you know, you ought to send a, a couple of pictures of our granddaughter to so-and-so because she was on that dance team back in the day. Yesterday, my news feed is full of her posts. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. It's right, it's right there in front of you. I, look, it happened to me this weekend. Uh, yesterday, I, uh, uh, a friend of mine made my mom a, a, a little uh, blanket, personal blanket for her, so we went and picked it up. And she's also involved with senior care and things of that nature, and I, I really need to start you know, making some moves here. And so we're just having a conversation about senior care and what she thinks you know, my options are and things like that. And I'll be damned, but the next time I went on Facebook, I started seeing... And I hadn't posted anything about it. Just been talking, was talking about it. Senior care stuff coming out of my newsfeed, like mm. uh, noticeably mm. more. I, you know, it's just there. It was. Mm. So the phones are listening. Facebook's listening. Um, I, I agree I with like you. I, I think large. You know, I, but the, the phone's listening to us no matter what, whether we're on Facebook or not. Correct. You know, they're they're all with it. my buddy Stephen Rombaum says private, and he's an expert in this kind of thing. Says privacy is dead with with the with the internet and especially social media. Privacy is dead. Uh, so it's it, it's it's a new reality where you sort of have to pick and choose what you want to participate in and what you don't. Like what we're saying. Um, and if you don't want to participate at all, we have a colleague who's not on social media at all. He's a he's a syndicated radio guy. He doesn't need social media. So it is possible. I hope um, I can get there. I hope I can I, get I'd there. like to get there, too. I mean, I still enjoy it only because I am in contact with people I've known my whole life, and it's really the only way I can stay in contact with them. I like being able to promote my, my stupid poetry books and things like that. Not everybody. But the rest of it is kind of meaningless, honestly, and right. I end up deleting just about everything I post anyway. So. Well, for, as an example, as an example, and, and Chris, can I move this so we can continue for a second? Do you mind? Um, as an example, if you're going to argue politics on Facebook with anybody, first of all, you're not going to change a commie's mind and get them to think like you. <laughs> They're not just not, you know, the opposition's not, it's like Trump's tweets. You know, he puts out a tweet. It's not going to change the opposition's mind. Right. And he's, and he's preaching to the choir. So it's just, it raises your blood pressure and cortisol levels for no reason whatsoever. Uh, you, you're not accomplishing anything with a, with a, with a, uh, political argument. Second thing is people who, I value their relationship I'm close with. They know how to get in touch with me without it being social media, right? So if you want to call me or text me, you know how to do that without going through one of the social media things. And thirdly, I I don't ever tell anybody they have to do what I do. I'm not trying to tell anybody that you need to do this or you need to reconsider your social media. I, I really don't tell anybody that. If you want to, you know, have at it or if you want to stay on there and do what, you know, stay on there. But I'm, I'm trying to get where, where David is. I hope I can get there. I really do. I'd love to. Well, yeah, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it's not easy. It, it's one of it's those things easy. where you kind of hope it evolves out of the species, but I don't know that it will anytime soon. 
Right. So it's kind of a love for me. It's kind of a love hate relationship, and I, I I do not argue with people or get into any kind of debate over anything on Facebook anymore. If I post something, I don't tend to even read the comments at this point. Yeah, right. but uh, you know, I I try to use it for what its original benefits were to me, which again, as an indie writer, promoting my work and also promoting the radio stuff. And if I can keep it to that, I, I feel somewhat sane. Uh, where, where I feel weird is where I sit and stare at the phone, you know, for hours. That's what I'm yeah. sick of. That's yeah. what I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's pointless. <laughs> right. There's, there's, exactly. That's why I still don't have my messenger on the phone. I still can't. I still don't have the app on the phone. So if I, if I want to message people, I got to be on my laptop, which cuts down on a lot of different, you know, a lot of social media Good. usage for me personally. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's a, well, a it's lot of a, people are, they picked uh, November 15th as the day they're going to exit Facebook. Let's see if they really do it. Back in uh, a minute more. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Too many dreams have been deferred for too long. We must, we must make, make the promise of the country real for everybody. I, I bet it was really cool, too. When Kamala called him to tell him that he had won, that was pretty awesome. Uh, Chris, let's play it. Uh, Kamala had been on a bender and uh, probably hanging out with Pelosi down at the bar. And beer I'm guessing, I mean, yeah, pr- probably. Uh, and so <laughs> two of them, spring break, bikinis on the beach with beer bongs. <laughs> That's what they were doing. They were doing body shots. They were dancing badly. Okay. You know. No, no, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I, I was just watching Cleto, Cleto eating sushi at wherever he is, you know, wherever Cleto is, he's eating sushi this morning. I thought, gee, that's like a connection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Who anyway, eats sushi uh, at 8.39 in the morning? <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Mm. Chief Hood and Cleto, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll never think of sushi the same again. So, um... So here we go. Uh, they called Kamala to tell her, and then Kamala called Joe to tell him. That's kind of that's a little backward, don't you think? But any, anyway, uh, here she is after having one too many screwdrivers that morning. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's going to be the president for the next four years. That that's going to be your president Joe. at some point. We did it, Joe. Did it. We did it, Joe. Just one more. <laughs> you know. Joe, we did it. You're going to be pretty uh, pretty Are we in a Twilight Zone episode? Is this even real? Is this real? Yes. Is this some kind of alien yes. experiment? Is this actually, it's happen- Twilight is actually Zo- happening? That's Rod Sterling right up there. That's right. Oh, Hello, Rod. It's true. It is the Twilight Zone. That's what's happening. And, uh, it, you know, if you're Biden, you, 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 the thing is, Joe, just don't screw it up because you're being handed a tremendous economy. Today, already, the Dow is up 1,700 points on this news that Pfizer has <laughs> has a vaccine that is 90% effective. You remember them saying, you know, if we get to 50%, oh, Anthony Fauci, if we get to 35% effective, this is going to be great, 35 or 40%. 90% effective says Pfizer. So that's why the stock market is on fire and and everybody's going, see, look, he hasn't even been inaugurated yet and he solved the COVID thing. Wow, look at him. <laughs> How long is it going to take for Joe Biden to actually claim credit for de- for you know developing the vaccine himself personally? You know, look, man, I was in my basement. I have a lab in my basement, man. Okay? I started building it in my days in Scranton and I, I, I worked out this virus for y'all. Okay, champ? I got an ass-kicking virus here for you. I did it in my basement, in my basement lab. <laughs> probably. You know, that's kind of, probably. probably at some point he'll take credit. Because, look, as far as the economy, he's already saying, the, they've been saying the economy sucks, you know, because of Trump, not because of COVID. And what about so that dark winter? Any, any uptick in the economy, winter? they're going to take credit for. What about the dark winter? What about it? The dark winter, remember? We're entering into a dark winter. It's going to be awful. No, no, the clouds are parting. He's going to save ah, us all. Ah, it's not going to be a dark winter. It would have been a dark winter if Trump had won because he's a racist and a hater and he wants people to die. But now that Joe's so, at the helm, it's a no, dark winter. What? Perfect. I didn't say that. A couple of things. 
We were talking about uh, social media, people leaving social media, people people leaving uh, Fox News as well. I have, I have not had it on today. Uh, James Murdoch's wife, Catherine. James just left the board from Fox News. He's a Murdoch boy. Lachlan is kind of running it now. James just left the board. She tweeted, we did it, we did it, we did it. And then she was sharing anti-Trump posts after they declared Biden the press elect the press elect and then uh, chris wallace said yesterday when ted cruz said hey look we need to you know look at this and validate this election it might very well be that uh, you know donald trump is out but we need to validate it chris wallace said um, ted cruz you're like the japanese soldiers who came out 30 years <laughs> after the war out of the jungle and said is the fight still going on so chris wallace you know commie in disguise over there at fox news so well, yeah, he's kind of been revealed, hasn't he? I mean, we all nah. we, we kind of suspected that. But, look, nah. that, that's, the, that, that's the thing with the media. It's going to be really interesting to see who they're going to be next. I mean, you, you and I were talking about this next hour, last hour. Okay, uh, Chris, they've all been revealed. Okay, if you're, if, you're, if you're not a moron, all right, and you get your news from somebody else other than Trevor Noah, and you actually follow this stuff, okay, you know that they've all been revealed to be essentially the propagandists that they are. Chris Wallace is one of them. So with with you and I and the, most of the folks listening and people who, again, pay attention to stuff, they've lost all validity whatsoever. But you know what? With the moron crowd, they haven't. They haven't lost one molecule of credibility with the moron crowd. The moron crowd is going to continue to watch CNN and MSNBC. The moron yeah, but, crowd but is going to continue to watch the three. Well, what are they going to talk their, about those channels? I, what that content? Price, that's what comes next. Who knows? What's their content? It's been 24 hours a day, Donald Trump. Right. What are they going to do now? They'll have no content. None whatsoever. No content because you can't bash Trump anymore. So the the networks such as CNN, they needed Donald Trump more than Donald Trump needed them. Donald Trump doesn't need anybody. Look, Donald Trump has changed the world. Donald Trump has changed politics in America forever. Donald Trump has exposed the swamp, and like you just said, it has exposed the media. Donald Trump and Trumpism has changed everything forevermore. He could go away and sit in Trump Tower for the rest of his life if that's what he chooses to do, which he won't do. But if that's what he chooses to do, and the world and this country are completely different. There's no going back. There's no going back no, to there pre-Trump isn't. days. You don't go back no. now. It's over. That, that dark little genie's out of the bottle, you know, and everybody can see it. So you yeah. ain't got to shove it back in there. You know what? You brought up an interesting point, though. What does Trump do next? I mean, after he gets through his legal stuff. I mean, I, I don't necessarily believe that doing more rallies is a great idea. You know, if I was him and this thing settles and, and it's it's President Biden, if I'm Trump, I, I'm Johnny Carson after I leave The Tonight Show. Don't say anything. Go silent. Don't give him anything. Just go, go, go yeah, go, go take a vac- nice long vacation. Buddy, you have earned it. And don't give the media anything. Don't give them any tweets. Don't give them any interviews. Give them silence and let them see how they're going to deal with that. Not forever, and it's not in his nature, and I don't believe he'll do it. But if I was Trump, that's precisely what I would do. Was once it's all settled, they, I'd go they silent. Know how to handle my life those. for a while. They wouldn't. They wouldn't know. You know? How, they wouldn't know what to do. They'd be following around they the golf have no course. No idea. Look, his caddy's a white guy. You know, I mean, they'll well. Uh, oh, you know what? You know lunch, what they did over the weekend? You know? Oh, yeah. over the weekend they were mad because he played golf and didn't freak out. He wasn't PO'd. He wasn't pitching a fit. He wasn't screaming and hollering. They thought by making Joe Biden press, P-R-E-S-S, press elect, that they were going to get to Donald Trump, and he went out and played golf Saturday and Sunday. Just That's all he did. And they were mad. The The press was mad. They were mad. Jake Tapper was like, why isn't he mad? He ought to be mad. He's not mad. How come he's not mad? Jake Tapper is screaming. He ought to be mad. He should be mad. Why is, why he's, look at him. He's very coolly playing golf. What's wrong with this man? He's playing golf. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I know. See, so it's already begun. They're already got, they yeah. already have to start learning to live without him. What the hell else was he supposed yeah. to do but go play golf? What was he supposed to do? Exactly. Lose his crap yeah. on C- TV? You know, oh, that'd be great. You yes. Know? That's what they. That's what, that's they, what they wanted they were him to do. To get You're him right. To do. And he went they were golf. Trying to get I think him it was to do. brilliant. He said, "Brilliant." He said, Four. <laughs> hey, 
bring, 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 I'll drink beer, but go ahead and get a six pack for yourself, and y'all come Give on another up Artie Palmer here. It's great. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, Good quick break. Him. More wear and rhyme on the other side. Uh, I want to say about safe showers. Safe showers. We need to get rid of that old garden tub because it's not safe to get in and out of it. Now, I was at somebody's house the other night, and they have a safe shower. And let me tell you, it was perfect. This thing is great. Low step entry, almost no step entry, really, but a little bit, a little bit of a lip down there. Grab bar there on the side. I'm just describing what hers was like. Wide open, so you got plenty of space to get in, a place to sit down, and real easy to take care of this safe shower. Seriously. No mold issues or anything like that. Very easy to take care of this thing. And you know, with safe showers here in San Antonio, they don't ever do high-pressure sales, and they can get the job done in two days or less. Call my friends Chris and Joan right now at Safe Showers, 210-655. We did it. We did it, Joan. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> really? Seriously? And and so yesterday, uh, Yahoo Finance writes a story, what happens in the succession of power and how does it play out? How does it work? Because there's certain constitutional things. If Joe Biden dies before taking the oath of office, I thought that was really weird because in 50 years of following politics, I've never, ever seen an article about that when one president is going out and the next one is coming in. I've never, ever heard of an article about, well, uh, you know, he's going to die, and so this is what has to happen. It was almost like, you know what it was, Sean? It was almost like it was a, it was an assumptive article. Like, this is, uh, this is a <laughs> foregone conclusion. I mean, that's the way I took it. And I went, Wow. Well, yeah, I think you're going to see more of that. I think they're going to start. This is this is the game. This is how they operate. Okay, prepare people for what you want to do, so they're not shocked when you do it. And I think wow. obviously, you and I have talked for a long time. We we no, nobody honestly reasonably believes. I don't think that Joe Biden is going to serve four years in office. You know, they yeah, I, 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 they want to. They're gonna they're gonna shuffle yeah, him but off I, as soon I'm, as they I can. I hope he doesn't die. I mean, you I know, I'm not hoping yeah. death on him. Yeah, no. But but obviously dang, they, they, to write they're an gonna, article gonna, like that. Jeez, that's a little hard. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. There's so many I don't knows right now. I don't know. I I I, I yeah. I, I don't think he's long for the presidency. You know, obviously, because the guy can't finish a sentence without a script, without a thing, without a screen right in front of him. So how, the question is is more: How long is it going to take, and uh, what's he going to do in the meantime between well, then and now? Whenever well, sure. you know, well, he leaves. you're going to get a mask mandate. He's already said a mask mandate. You're going to have to wear this thing wherever you go because he's going to. He's going to make it mandatory you have to wear a mask. So it, it, uh, Pfizer says the vaccine is 90% effective. Do you still have to wear a mask if it's 90% effective? I mean, come on. That's the, you know, come on. Well, look, you, that, logically on, you would say no, but we're not exactly living in logical times. Right. Politics has poisoned everything, obviously. Yeah. So there, there are other – we've known for months and we've talked about for months that there are very obviously other reasons for the masks because the yeah. information and the support, the medical support, the scientific support for the mask has been rapidly declining over the past yeah. couple of months. Yeah. So they don't have well, a scientific argument for it anymore. So I, I, I don't guess. know. I don't, I don't know how to keep the damn masks on See what face. they're going to do. Well, but he yeah. says his first item of business is a nationwide mask mandate. He said that. Ugh. And we've been talking about it in the news. And he's going to work with the governors and or the mayors and county judges to force it. And we'll see. I, I'm glad to hear the news about Nelson Wolf that he's negative. That's awesome. Way to go, Nelson. Right. Hang in there. Um, but really, seriously, uh, I think Kamala really needs to sober up before <laughs> before they take the oath. One more time, Chris. I wonder, she I really wonder. Need, needs to get off the bender and sober up. <laughs> okay. We did it. We did it, Joe. Oh. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, that was one of those days where she passed out for a while and woke up and she was still drunk. You know what I mean? It was she one of those days. She was plastered, man. Yeah, she was plastered. Like Ooh. Ah. Yeesh. Strange times How in which we live. Embarrassing. <laughs>